Willie, if you were to eat a mermaid, would you be eating red meat or or white meat? Where does mermaid land on the food scale? Human. I thought maybe it would just be like a surf and turf thing, you know? Like it's just best of both worlds. Oh. When you go to the Red Lobster, you can get obviously what you what you came for. But because not everybody likes seafood or maybe has some allergies, and which begs the question, why are you in the goddamn Red Lobster? <laughs> you know, they, they have to have a burger on there or some sort of, you know, off, I guess, steak. I don't go to Red Lobster for a steak. I, I shouldn't go to Red Lobster at all. I don't go to Red I think the, the important question that we need to ask ourselves here is... Is the mermaid that we're we're gonna eat in this scenario? Is it the conventionally attractive mermaid, meaning feminine body on top, fish scales on bottom, or is it what would more likely happen, which would be a fishy top side and genitals and legs? Oh, <laughs> and which genitals would they be? I mean, nobody had to say that a mermaid was male or female. Well, I guess if we're in this imaginary scenario, which which version gets us more meat? Because that's the one we're going to want to kill, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want it uh I actually want to split the body in a different direction. It's just I want to ha- bisect it. I want to I want to bisect it not the way that you're thinking, not like left and right, but more like front and back. Like, I just want it to look like a human swimming oh, on top of the water okay. until they get up and you're like, what the fuck is the bottom of your body? It's just, okay, so the front of you is fish body if I'm just standing there and facing you. And it just but wiggles. If, if I like turn around, it's a bare-ass human. Yep. <laughs> just dripping wet. Oh, well, I mean, that would explain a lot. Um, it's it's kind of like how the animals, and I, I honestly just read this the other day, I forget the evolutionary trait that this where uh their belly is a lighter color than their back like sharks have uh, a dark top so that you can't see them coming from above the water they look like the dark sea yeah 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 and then from below they look like the sun because they're light and they they reflect so you know all these stories that uh were told back in the 16 17 1800s uh around these crazy sea creatures yeah, shanties and uh, tales from the deep. Yeah, and they would write these uh, inc- or draw these incredible renditions of what they saw in the deep ocean of like this like serpent that would come out of the water and it was like eight, ten feet tall to 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 attack us. Hail Hydra. Yep. Do Do you know what they likely were looking at? The Loch Ness monster. Do you know what the Loch Ness monster likely is, Scott? It was discovered online this week. It was? I was going to say it was a submarine because that one guy admitted it to being a submarine. I, I need you to Google search something for me. Oh, you put it in the chat? Look, no! Because, <laughs> Scott, I, I, you have to. I know you're going to be on a list. They but the they were, they were looking at the dorks? Loch Ness monster. They were looking at dorks. Yeah, the Loch Ness monster is just a whale penis, Scott. Just a big showing off for the internet <laughs> whalecock okay <laughs> hold up hold up are you telling me that this, uh, 
Oh, okay. So many, so many things right now. So are you telling me that recently we have observed via film or picture evidence, photographic evidence, whales flipping over on their backside, going full herringbone? You know what? Oh People have went. Look at look at the link that I just sent you. People have gone searching, searching for their lives. There are people that have spent their lives searching for the Loch Ness monster. I know, I know, and Bigfoot and uh, UFOs, and I mean, hell, it's Joe Rogan's whole podcast, right? And those folks are just staring at a silhouette of a whale dick. Tell me, I'm wrong. Oh, oh. well uh yeah now i understand why they say release the kraken welcome to the front podcast of the internet i'm your host scott and with me as always is willie it's willie uh, Am hey, I waving I, in the right direction? Is this the right? Is it this? Yeah, one? that oh, was. Hey, hey. Nope, oh, that's no, that's waving away. Okay, that's to Max. Max isn't here today. Mm. Uh, hey, thank you guys so much for joining the podcast. Uh, as we get started in the show, we are all over the internet. So if you could do us a favor, uh, like the show, send us a review on your favorite podcasting platform, share it with your friends if you find some enjoyment out of this, uh, and you can find our socials down at the bottom in the show notes. Scott, it's been an interesting week, and I think you and I have maybe just two stories to talk about today. Before we get started, though, is there any follow-up from the last episode, from the last week? Yeah, yeah, there was a big follow-up. Huge follow-up. <laughs> the dude was found guilty. Three like, times. Three, three, all, all of the charges. Uh, so, that that's the first time that's probably happened. Uh, in this significant of a case, and uh, he was remanded into custody custody of the state, and so now we we have to wait. I think it's eight weeks before mm-hmm. sentencing. I, I think the interesting part for me is, and I don't want to I don't want to deep dive into this topic because I don't think it's a topic we need to talk about. Um, but on Reddit this week, somebody found what felt like a a time capsule of photos from their grandmother's photo album of 9-11. Oh, yeah. Never seen before photos. It was surreal being able to relive that. And the the reason I bring that up is this week there was a lot of um, marrying of those two events for me. Like, I, I, I think I'll always remember where I was when the verdict got read. Your text message to me that was like, this is the most important thing that's happening in our life. Make time for this right yeah at the same time i remember where i was in school when 9-11 happened and while they're different they'll still have the impact i think on my memory in the same way very significant events i i can only hope that the the verdict you know offers some positive change on a at least here in the states and if it if it somehow changes the world globally like 9-11 did well we'll have to wait and see but uh i mean 
they they say never forget and for me it it'll be something that honestly unless unless i develop some sort of memory issue problem but yeah i will always remember waking up in my dorm room and uh being late for choir running through an empty uh, cafeteria the hallways were mostly empty and getting to choir late and just like as soon as I sat down, my buddy leaned over and he's like, hey, we're under attack. And I was like, what What are you talking about? And, you know, and the rest literally is history. But these types of things are life changing. And mm-hmm. for a lot of us, some who are closer to it than others, it's more significant. I mean, for somebody like you and me, who's just kind of been on the sidelines reporting on it and living, I guess, offset compared to some of the people who are directly affected, our our memories will be different. And we hope that the best comes out for everyone, but it's hard to form the words because we're still in the middle of it, right? We're still right. we're still wading through everything that's going to come. I mean, there's three more guys that have to be tried and convicted or found uh, acquitted as well. And justice may be blind, but she's also slow. Yeah, and and history, history is history is arguably yeah. an accurate description. <laughs> Fair. Uh, history history is written by n- not the the victors, but by the wealthy and the people in power. So uh, inevitably, um, this story could change. But I I think to tie a bow in it for this episode, there was accountability for the first time in our lives and that's really significant so let, let's hope for some um more accountability uh because you can't find justice without that i want to talk about a different battle something okay. a little less serious i don't know i don't know if you can uh have battle without it being serious willie i mean i i think of all the times we fought in call of duty's battle royale and we got heated every single time even you know, when we won, we were we were screaming bloody murder in our basements. <laughs> <laughs> this week, while all of this life was happening, it, things that w- made you pay attention to them because they were important, I, I open up Reddit and I just start scrolling. As you do. And I saw this post on Dank Memes that said, say his name. And I open it up and it's all these like conventionally attractive girls in a classroom staring back at the camera now they're all high schoolers so that's why i'm not saying they're attractive i'm saying by by standard you know what it the hole is already dug let's just keep going but at the bottom it says pov it's the very first day of high school in 2030 the homeroom teacher calls out josh and you say present i didn't know what the fuck that meant <laughs> but i sure as hell knew that scott was going to be like there was a huge event there was the biggest event in our lifetime on reddit today and i need to learn about it and i can just i can feel you moving in your seat for anybody who heard that what the fuck did i just say scott i'm gonna call 911 or at least have nine and one pre-dialed on my phone just in case Willie's uh, Willie's rants continue to go on in this, you know, dyslexic, schizophrenic, 
kind of uh, uh, pattern that we've been seeing. So I'm just going to place that off to the side here. But okay. what I think he wanted to say is that one of <laughs> this year's biggest events just happened in a very short amount of time. You're talking about the Battle of Josh. Or, more more specifically, the Battle of Josh Swain. Uh, I, I don't think I've clicked on save link so many times <laughs> this year. And we've been through a lot. We've been through Bernie memes. We've been through, uh, you know, a ton of things that have technically happened. I on, I think we even missed the six-month follow-up of uh, Epoxy Hot Talk. Epoxy Hot Talk. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, it's it still looks the same. Okay. It'll never change. It's like <laughs> Superman. And so somebody on Facebook created this post that said, there is only one true Josh. Meet me here at this location for the a battle of who will be crowned the one and only Josh Swain. And, and that was I about that, a year ago, correct? Yeah. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's it, like a, a one-year lead time. But... Obviously, what happened a year ago, right? The, there was a lockdown. There was no way to tell if all of those Joshes were going to survive. I think this was an inside job. Sure. So, fast forward to... You're missing You're missing a part of this, Scott. Oh, I, hold, what, what did I miss? There's what something miss? you don't know. In that original post, Josh Swain, right? Is that yes. his last name? Swain, yep. He found everybody on Facebook named Josh Swain and put oh, them all into out. a group. Yes. Yes, he added everybody, right? And this is this is in we're in April, so this is in April of last year. By the time this episode goes up, it's probably May now. Uh, but he uh, he brought everybody in there and said there can only be one Josh Swain Highlander style at this uh, th- at this location and put in latitude and longitude on this day in one year. He pushed it out a year. He he let people plan for an entire year to meet there. Oh, okay, okay. And it and ended so, up being some man's f- farm. That sounds scary. I'd be worried <laughs> if I was a Josh. Well, that that guy's farm put up a, a sign. It, you can't really call it a sign. It was quite literally uh, uh, a pallet with handwriting on it <laughs> okay. that said, hey, if you're Josh, it, th- there's no fight here. Go here and listen him to a park. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You know that guy, like some Josh, who was a narc, son of a bitch, uh, reached out to the farmer. <laughs> it was like, hey, is it okay if I use your property for this for this Josh fight? And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> he's like, no, you cannot fight on my property. And so he had to like go into the into the. <laughs> into the shed grab the only thing he had to create a sign which was a pallet and you know (laughs) one of those thick sharpie markers and just write no josh fight he's like i need i have to write this with my getting high marker god damn it this is valuable to me (laughs) Uh, i'm gonna have to go into town and buy another getting high marker They don't sell him to Earl anymore. <laughs> He's just got residue underneath his like upper lip. And they can tell because it's like bright orange. <laughs> so anyway, lead time uh, notwithstanding, nobody's talking about the Josh battle up until this week, right? It it does mm-hmm. not crack the top 100. And as, as curators of the past several weeks, I haven't heard or seen 
hide nor hair of a Josh battle. Nothing. Nada. Nothing. This week in r slash memes, crusade memes, no new normal, teenager under slash polls, Spubby, ask Reddit, Pogo Android spoofing, Transformer memes, shower thoughts, etc., etc. Oh, those everything. are all subreddits. Got it. Yes. Everything had a who's going to win the battle, of Josh? What do you think is going to happen with the battle, of Josh? Uh, I think Josh is going to win. My money's on Josh. It was crazy. And the day of, I had to work. So I was kind of like paying attention half-heartedly. That's a day you call out. Honestly, it's it's too big of an event. I should have I should have do- I should have live documented for the show and I'm sorry for that listener. Next time I catch wind of a big event like this, I guarantee you I will get to the bottom of it. Willie, did you did you watch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it turns out it's in this it's in this driving to Nebraska. <laughs> Who knows where it's going to be? I might have to go to, like, uh, you know, I might have to leave the country. Uh, but, yes, it it ended up being in Nebraska, in this giant field from all the video documentation that we saw. And it turns out... That's look like there. They're all flat. They're all the same. And correct me if I'm wrong. Does it, was there only two Josh Swains, or did... Was it... It was a smaller group. So Definitely. there were only two Josh Swains, and they played a match of... Rock, paper, scissors to find out who the ultimate one was. And it was the original, the starter of the event. Cool. Okay. That's good. I mean, that's, that's fitting. He probably, he started, he did all the work. Good on him for being the champion. Uh, And after he, after they dragged the bloody body of the loser, Josh Swain off of the field and just threw him in a ditch somewhere, they said, okay, everyone else who is named Josh now gets to fight. And they were like, oh, wow, I didn't realize it was going to be so violent. Uh, and one guy was like, I brought all these pool noodles. What if we just fought with those instead of actually murdering each other? Because there's little kids here. And uh, so an epic ensued. And Willie, I think we can have video. I don't know if there's enough audio for the podcast, but I know we can certainly You're going to have to go, go watch to- it on the YouTube. Yeah, there's video on YouTube, and we'll probably put some, like, Duel of Fates in there just to make it epic. Oh, wait, we probably can't do that. Shoot. We'll get we'll get a takedown. Anyway, uh, sing your favorite epic classical music along with watching this video. Willie, who won? Josh won. Everyone of course else Josh got won. slaughtered terribly. But Josh, who is, what, th- four? Yeah, this ties back into what you started the story with. Why in 2030, when he's in high school... If you didn't glean from that, uh, mathematicians, he was four and a half. I think they said he might be five, close to five. Mm-hmm. This little kid was crowned king of the Joshes, or the final Josh, uh, the one true Josh. And he was rewarded with a Burger King crown, which fit uh, slid down to his shoulders. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fittingly. Yep. Yep. Or not fittingly in this case. And then uh, somebody gave him a WWE belt that he, and because he was a, a, a little kid, somebody, I don't know if they were related to him or not, because this is probably kind of weird, but just picked him up and like raised the, <laughs> raised him victoriously over his arms and the whole crowd cheered, which I thought for somebody who's four years old, that must have been a really cool thing. 
it i mean this kid is going to never live that moment down it's going to be the coolest moment of his life sadly he's peaked yeah and it it might be all downhill from here but uh he's gonna get to go back to school hopefully he can go back to school in a place with this with this thing and they're gonna be like what did everybody do this weekend and he's gonna say amongst a hundred (laughs) joshes Uh, oh yeah uh, josh that, is definitely gonna die from that event that, though that definitely was my favorite meme from this it's like uh americans at uh i think it was just like americans and it was like we should always social distance and wear masks all the time and then right below it was another panel that said also americans and showed a, a static <laughs> shot from the panel <laughs> um i do think uh, that uh um some really good came of this too. While while this is very much a meme and it is pure internet and I love it. Um mm-hmm. the Josh who brought all of this together decided we should try to raise some money. So as of recording this, they've raised about 12 uh $12,000 I think for Children's Hospital, which Oh it, wow. If you don't know this, the Josh that won, King Josh actually had uh, some medical emergencies that brought him to that hospital. So there was something really telling, really beautiful about this story that they're able to now give back to a place that he's had to benefit from in a way that uh, likely saved That's his so life. Cool. Um, That's awesome. People, people were also asked to bring food so that they could donate to local food shelters. So while somebody is probably going to get sick from COVID, some other people are going to benefit from this. So, you know... We we honestly hope that nobody gets sick from this, uh, but true. Yeah. If if they do, uh, we hope they have a speedy recovery, um, because I don't think this is going to be the only battle for a name that exists. I'm pretty sure this is only the beginning. This week there was another epic battle that uh, ended, and it was probably a little bit more popular than the Battle of the Joshes. I hate spoilers. You don't. You don't mind so much. But for all of my fellow spoiler-hating brethren, sisteren, familyren out there, everything we talk about from here on out is a spoiler or a potential spoiler for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. What did you think of the last two episodes? Because here's what I want to say just about the MCU shows that we've seen. Their, their first two shows are done. We already talked. We spent an episode talking about WandaVision. This mm-hmm. episode, we're going to spend some time talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. They have such slow lead time for me. Like, it's just really like three, four episodes in that I'm not fully invested. And then something clicks and I go, okay, I get it. I understand the point of this show. There was a point in, in episode six where I found myself almost in tears at how moving uh, some of the moments were. But I I guess the question I have for you, did you feel the same way? Were you moved by this series? Oh yeah. 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 Just like WandaVision in different ways. Uh, My, my first question for you was going to be something along these lines. Did it, did you feel the same weight as WandaVision now that we've seen both of them? Um, but the, to, to answer your question, the whole, the whole part about 
when Isaiah Bradley, the first black super soldier, when he said, like, they'll never let a black man be Captain America. And no self-respecting black man would ever want it if it was offered to him. Like, that caused me to pause. Like, that whole episode was just so heavy. And, like, it made me really think, while I was watching this, I was struggling to figure out, like, okay, well, this this doesn't seem, like, as messagey as WandaVision was. Because WandaVision kind of dug real deep into emotion. And up until kind of, like the fifth or sixth episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier, it had only kind of scratched the surface on what could potentially be, you know, really big race issues. Mm -hmm. Uh, But once they got to, maybe it was even Fort, uh, but they, they went there. They, they totally went there and just tackled it head on. We get to the last couple of episodes and, and, there's this incredible buildup, this incredible conversation that at the same time, the, the the writers of this show could not have planned that when they filmed, wrote, and edited this show, that it would happen exactly as the Chauvin trial is happening. I know. Exactly as these things that are hitting their peak again, year over year, in the in the U.S., they, they couldn't have had an episode come out at a more opportune moment to be a part of that dialogue and to have their voice put down to say no you you can have a black person as captain america and here's all the reasons why and don't get me wrong scott and i can't speak on behalf of any black person in america and what they must be going through and if they agree or disagree but that episode sure as hell made me think about it and made me think through holy shit well, i i never understood why sam would not want to hold the shield right at the end of endgame i'm like what the hell are you doing this is such an honor and th- it, it, had this show not come out i never would have put that together and that is so invaluable that, that they shared yeah. that lesson To me, it was a powerful moment that if you're a part of this universe was like, pay attention because it was so huge. Yeah. And it's, it's going to set the, I mean, the rest of the MCU up for a really long time. And, uh, I think they've hit two back to back home runs with these series, with these short series. I don't know if they're going to get future, uh, future runs, but I think if they just left these alone, that, uh, they would be awesome standalone arcs in the stories, in the character stories. Some of the more lighthearted things, maybe some speculative, speculative things. What did you think of his suit? His Wakandan-designed new Captain America suit? As somebody who has read the comics and uh, that run of Captain America, it is exactly almost like spot on for what we have in the comics. There's a lot of people who have commented that it looks bulky and like it just doesn't look like it fits right. And I think that's the case sometimes for the very first iterations that we see from Marvel suits. Captain America, his very first one looked, you know, kind of cheesy compared to what he was wearing at the end of Endgame. And it it looks cool. I, I like how the star, uh, you know, on Captain America's chest it's the star and the bars, but on Sam's, it's the star and the bars are kind of bent like wings. That's kind of awesome. His uh, 
his helmet, his little ear ear holes make it look like his ears are very small compared to the rest of his head. But uh, I think it's a very cool looking suit. There's uh, there was another moment in the show when uh, who who was the the main antagonist? Uh, Carly Morgenthau. So so she is fighting Sam and says, stay down. And his line is no. And people were a little frustrated. They wanted him to say, I can do this all day. And but that's, I, that's Steve Rogers' line. I know, but I think that this was a direct call from the show writers to say, that's not how we're going to play this. I think there was it was totally done on purpose. Yeah. It's a subtle nod to say, nope, this isn't the same Captain America. No, this is his own character. He's, he's forging his own path, and he will be his own person his own identity and uh it took me several episodes to kind of put that all together like this is the whole reason this show exists it needs to be one of redemption for bucky one of realization for sam and you know everything else that goes along with it what did you think of this wyatt russell character who was fake captain america or fapton america as uh, okay i'll never say that again nope that doesn't sound good I am I am not going to tug my meat while I think about him. I'm not going to uh, play a battle of the willies by thinking about fapped in America. Now, Chris Evans, on the other hand, that's America's ass. That is America's ass. <laughs> I think they cast him perfectly. Yeah, he was he, uh, a little off from the beginning, and you could tell. And they, and they shot it that way. They didn't. They didn't have to have his ears come out of the stupid Captain America helmet. The, every, everything that they did was on purpose. Make him look a little dorky. Make him seem holier than thou. And then really bring that level down. Be manipulative. Be all about self-centered about himself. The casting, the, the actor did such a phenomenal job playing that mm-hmm. up. Uh, I think the only maybe critique I would have on the last episode is it almost set up fapped in America and Bucky to have their own buddy, buddy relationship. Like when they were fighting, fighting back, right. There was this like buddy, buddy moment. I thought that was a little weird. Like, I mean, he got a revenge kill under his belt uh, in front of the world. And suddenly he's here just palling around with Bucky, patting him on the back, quoting Abraham Lincoln, uh, and, you know, Bucky kind of called him out, but he wasn't really, it, it just didn't seem all things equal, like he paid enough for what he did when he murdered that guy. Granted, yes, the other, he was, he killed a terrorist. Uh, but at the same time, from what we've seen the regular heroes do in the MCU, like they don't necessarily take a life unless it, quote unquote, is written as justified. And uh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, let. I, I we need to address the elephant in the room here, Scott. What Baron von Zemo? What's his la- what's his first name? His first name? Yeah, Baron. Baron Zemo. Did I get it right? Last name is von Zemo. Yeah. Oh shit! I got it right. I was making a joke. Well, tickle me, Ed, tickle me, Edward, surprise. Edward Charles. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry, Baron Edward Charles von Zemo the Third Esquire. He was a lawyer. Okay, so the moment in Civil War when mm-hmm. the explosion at the UN happens, oh, I need yeah. you to go back and rewatch that because you just told me that Disney is purposeful about when they take a life. 
There is quite the heroes. The heroes. Okay, that's okay. what I'm talking about. Not the villains. The villains are they kill and they kill with ease, right? Scott, Scott, there was a goddamn car bomb that went off, murdering hundreds of people on the ground and dozens of people just on the what the fourth to seventh floor of this building that they were in that explosion if you go back and watch it is massive and yeah many yeah, people yeah, yeah. died and i'm sorry but if if he did that the real america would have treated it like 9-11 and would have been happy unfortunately to take out uh uh sokovia <laughs> <laughs> right but but baron van zemo was seen as a terrorist and why the point i bring it up all jokes aside why would they have even pulled him out uh, i think it was because bucky knowing what he went through uh realized that steve might have been the only super soldier that had a good outcome and literally every other super soldier eventually became like a, a megalomaniac terrorist that's what zemo was all about if you remember going back Zemo originally wanted to kill all super soldiers because he, and it was kind of stated, restated in this series. Um, he doesn't believe anybody should be a god. Like, there should be no superheroes. There should be no gods. It should just be humans. He wants to try and even that playing field. He's, uh, he's the MCU's Lex Luthor, so to speak, in this, in this instance, at least. Uh, so, with a bunch of rogue terrorists, super soldiers running around, he he figured the only way to try and take them out was to to work with the enemy who was the best at you know this one thing which was going against all super soldiers does that make sense i said yes, super yes, soldiers several times and uh if you're drinking at home you're probably dead <laughs> hey thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of the podcast Follow us all over the internet, and remember, no matter what you're into, whether it's MLB The Show, Grilled Cheese, Act Like You Belong, or Cool Guides, there's a sub for that.